Welcome to the show, people. Here we are in sunny Oxford, sunny Derry. Here with the main man, Rafe. What's going on, dude? Yeah, right, man. It's all good. How's it going with you? Yeah, it's going fine. Uh, I actually lost my phone the other day, all right. and somebody handed it in, and I just found that out five minutes ago. Sweet, <laughs> so that's stuff. good. And I yeah. would have had to have paid four hundred pounds to get a new handset, and still had to pay for the contract on it. So I feel yeah. now like I've freed up four hundred pounds to just spend on gear for the show. Sweet, you know. Because I was thinking, there's no way I'm going to be able to bankroll the bloody mixing board and all this shit if like, I have to pay £400 for something, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm sweating here, though. What's, what's it like in uh, North Wales, then? Yeah, it's really, like, sort of humid. Um, yeah, man, it's humid everywhere. It's sort fucking... of dank and, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is what it is, really. Um, but, you know, beautiful as ever. <laughs> um... Oh yeah, here we are doing the show. And Matt, have you got us a list of topics to like? Well, we do have certain topics, but I just think you know the first topic is uh, you know we haven't done this in so long. When's yeah, the last yeah. time we actually recorded a show? I mean, well, you know, this is a whole thing. This is a this is a three-man yeah. show with two people, <laughs> and the reason for that. His stuff was like totally not asked when like you weren't on the show. It's like, dude, I said last week, Rafe basically couldn't get on air last week because Skype wasn't working. We're doing this all through Skype. And then Seth was just like, it doesn't matter who's not on, let's just go ahead. And I was like, dude, it's like the three stooges with two stooges or something. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. It's quite cold, you know, just cutting someone out. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's get rid of Daft Punk here, they've had their fun. It's just us now. Alright, there we go. Yeah, so we can hear each other. It's another show. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to uh, this is this is a new series. This is going to be on uh, what's it called? Talk blog radio or something? Blog talk yeah. radio? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were on another format, and it was a bit it was a bit wank in all honesty, wasn't it? We yeah. I mean, to... I don't know if we got that many listeners. Well, I don't uh... know if we got any listeners, but I think I think the point was was that um, it, it didn't even look good enough to show your mates, did it? It was like, I, I don't, uh, want, to, I don't want to have this as like a representation of us. It's like, you can't even see just like a proper page with it. I mean, it was better than Seb's like app, but you know, it was still bad is what I'd say. <laughs> for compar- for looking for a comparison, I, I don't even know I went for that, but yeah. Dude, don't knock, don't knock the app. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad success, boy. Like, how many people cancelled on it? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't like the same guy over and over or something. It was probably cancelled about on a hundred times by the same guy. I don't know what that guy's deal is. Oh, I'd like that. to have that guy in the show. But yeah, good times. So yeah, no, that wasn't our old format. wasn't the best, but we did have some great, great topics on the show. Uh, but we did have some wonderful stuff. Well, we had some classic bits. We had some classic off-the-cuff bits. You know, mm. and. Uh, they're probably all gone now because I don't know where they are. Like, <laughs> yeah, we maybe got like one episode on the internet. That was the one that we did at my house after Pizza Express, and we. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think some of the real dull stuff got into that. That was quite interesting. Oh, that was those were good. Times. Do you know what? Do you know what the worst thing is, dude. There's going to be this dialogue, and if somebody was like a real fan of the show, they'd be listening to this again. Huh. It's a lot, a lot of like little in jokes, but because we're starting from scratch, it's. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they won't have a, a fucking more, clue what's going on, you know. I'm getting a lot of interference again. Um, just give me a second. What the hell is it? 
the fuck? Okay, uh, that's what this obviously is. Are you doing this any is... battery over there, dude? I mean, I can feel like uh, I hear like a little bit of interference from you, but yeah, I'm just hearing a lot of like buzzing, uh, which is always yeah. fun. I'm just going to turn off like a couple of things. <laughs> um, it's kind of retarded. Uh, yeah, I should be fine anyway. It's just like hearing the sea in the background or something. Um. <laughs> it's just pleasant to see thing. I mean, hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get this all out in post-production and people will be like, oh, what are they talking about? It's just fantastic audio. This is incredible, but, you know, actually right now I can't actually hear the sea. And... To be honest, it could be like electronic voice phenomenon or something. I can't really hear anything being said. I don't know if I just watched too many horror movies. I'm kind of hoping we're going to get this weird, like, third character on the show now. They're going like, hello, and it's all going to be, you know, like, kind of coming through the speakers, like a kind of demonic entity adding to the show. I'm not sure that would be good, actually. Uh, w- would you feel like... I imagine would it would be quite intense, entity? dude, because of, you know, oh, dude, I was in the, in the pub just before, and uh, yeah. it was already quite intense. It's intense enough without, you know, ethereal voices and people, yeah. people from another world. Some of the ugliest people I've ever seen in a pub. Really? And this is us. How old, though? Dude, there was a whole family of the... Just a whole family of, like, inbred or something? Absolutely, dude. And the thing that really stuns me is the uh, the city I'm living in right now, Oxford, is just, it's got some absolutely, you know, gorgeous people in. It's it's quite kind of famed for having a yeah. variety of gorgeous people from different countries, but not this time. Um, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's nice. it just, just so, generations. Nothing, was, it, was there anything in the pub that you'd have hit? You know, like anything good? Around? I know, dude. I mean, you find the occasional, uh, the occasional gem in there, but fuck, like, yeah. man, you got to go into the city centre if you're going to... Man, who do you go in with to this pub? Like, do you have, like, local friends and stuff? Well, I've got my, my housemate now, who I oh, spoke sweet. to you yeah, about. I'd, I'd love to have him on the show because he's a good talker, like, he's, a good, he's got some stories. Yeah, we hope so. Like prison stories and stuff. You're not allowed to talk about the, I but think yeah. the, the army stories. The, the uh, what was it? Um, <laughs> charmingly put, uh, what was it? Bang a pig night. And he said he, right. he banged a woman who was uh, like 24 stone. Wow. Okay, these are the stories we need. You and he said he said she was incredibly grateful. <laughs> really? Well, that's kind of nice, in a way. <laughs> yeah, and he said, you know. It's a, Brilliant! It's, it's just said basically, Tim. You know, you. Uh, I'm going to be a slag for the night. Wow! <laughs> yeah. See, no woman's ever said that to me, so I don't really try to react. How would you react to that? I'd be like, like let's, let's... <laughs> I mean, there'd be a few things you'd want to try out. Well, he said <laughs> he said he wanted to say, "Well, love, I love a bacon sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> that that is a good reply. Oh no, I never thought of that. It's a shame. <laughs> not not yeah. to get too sort of frat boy and misogynistic, because, you know, obviously Rick, we're very enlightened and educated young yeah. men here, but he actually uh, he actually taught me a way to, you know, get out in an awkward situation in the morning after. Really? You've got to well, say... We have to hear this. What we've got to say is, uh, oh, you know, um, have you got a car? Oh, I think somebody's, uh, you know, fiddling with your car outside. Yeah. And then you just go outside and go, Oi! And like run down the street and don't stop running until you get home. Nice. That is actually a pretty good way of just bailing out. You could have saved a lot of awkwardness, to be honest. <laughs> so even if she doesn't have a car, you can adapt it, can't you? It's yeah, like, yeah. You can be like, it's oh, like, oh, oh, it must be your neighbour's oh, car. I think I can car. hear someone fiddling with your neighbour's car. It's like, oi! Just run down the yeah. street. Don't 
don't stop running until you get home. <laughs> just go, just bail. <laughs> just hope, yeah, you, you just have to hope you don't like see her again, you know, awkwardly like in town or something. Like, well, that was oh. the problem at university. The inevitability of it was if you were on campus, you'd always run into her again. It was, you know, yeah, unavoidable. It was always really hard. Like, you don't know where to look. And, like, I don't know. It's even worse if they acknowledge you. <laughs> but, yeah, fun times. Do you have any tips on that? Like, what do you do when you meet them again? Oh, just, just try to look the other way. <laughs> yeah. See, anyway, mate, it's sometimes it's just awkward, isn't it, you know? Oh, I, I don't tend to run into people as much that I don't want to see as much down here as I do when we was back home. But yeah, you know. it's an advantage. Yeah, it's a bit of an advantage. I'm sure I will see it. I'm sure we're going to build up enough of a sort of, you know, a sort of database of people that I don't want to see for various reasons. Yeah, so, yeah, build it up slowly. Yeah. Like, so Matt, what happened with that car? Did you get the guy? Like, uh, you again or something like? <laughs> Dude, I'm actually on Facebook looking through the promo pictures. How do you feel about the uh, the promo shoot? Man, it was pretty good in a way. You know, it's pretty sweet. How about you? Yeah, because I was. We have to explain to the listeners. We actually, you know, we we thought if we're going to do this seriously, we're going to actually need some proper pictures of us on a website. You know, so people can look at us and go, "Oh, you know, these guys are fucking gorgeous and all that, or whatever." You know, <laughs> or maybe yeah. they'll think quite. Maybe they'll see the sort of. Uh, See us through the same viewpoint that I did the people in the pub and be like, oh yeah. my god. Well, at least they've got each other sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we went up, uh, down here in Oxford, we did a, got somebody, blagged someone's expensive camera, and then we went around some of the colleges and took uh, various pictures of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were pretty good. I mean, like, we were a bit sort of outgunned by, like, we had, like, kind of like Shabba Rank with us, you know, like posing. So we were, yeah. we were kind of pushed aside. But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> well, I just had a nice haircut done, and I'd also just lost my bank card that time. So in the space yeah. of two weeks, I've managed to... I think, I, Dude, I genuinely think I've got a neurological problem with, like, remembering to keep things on my person. Yeah. I actually have to go to the doctors for that. You might I'd, have to get, like, weird, like, lanyards and, like, attach them to your clothing. Um, but, but, yeah, so what do you think of Alex Jones, dude? Oh, dude, just, he's really like, I can't tell if he's just like an epic troll or whether he's just completely fucking nuts. How about you? Well, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna show a clip from him on the, the Sunday politics show of all, of all <laughs> TV shows. It's probably the most sort of tepid English <laughs> Sunday afternoon program you could ever find. I mean, who booked this guy? That's what I wanna know. I don't know. That, pat- that's the trolling, really. <laughs> I think this guy, you know, had full knowledge of what this guy's really like. The guy who booked him, maybe he's a bit of a younger guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to get the cliff up now. I've got my YouTube on. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe we'll just do like a nice, uh, maybe somebody's got a nice summary of it because I've got a five minute clip here and I don't have the, the will or the time to do all of Alex Jones for five or ten minutes. Um, yeah, so we'll just play this one, and hopefully it won't be adverts on YouTube. Oh, here he is. Here we go. Boosh. But they helped found the Euro, which was actually a Nazi German plan ah. to take over countries economically. No, that's on record. And I've interviewed members of the EU yeah. Parliament on the subject who were out there at the event. But what's that? 3,000 people. They turned 1,000. Bilderberg is heavily involved in the EU plan and helped hatch it, and it is a Nazi plan. They had Lockheed scandals, just like the big lobbying scandals right now in the 70s, and that's why the SS officer, Prince Bernhard, the founder, had to step down. It is the ultimate. 
ultimate lobbying meeting while you guys have this huge scandal going on. Your prime. I think he's talking about the G8 summit, maybe. Yeah, maybe talking about a lot of things. In all honesty, here we go. Ministers <laughs> going there. Okay. Uh, uh, Balls was just here. Bilderberg Group member. We have forced them from cover to admit that there are puppeteers above the okay. major Let parties. David so now we know. How, now we know that Bilderberg has given us the euro. Uh, yes, I mean, if you talk to Alex for any length of time, you discover all kinds of things that you didn't know about the world. We've blown it wide open. Um, you have. You have absolutely <laughs> blown it wide open. <laughs> the look he gives him when he says, yeah. <laughs> 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 that sort of sincerity, like, I, I, it's a dick, carry on. But it leaves me with a huge question for you, Alex, and it's really, you have uncovered the new world order, which is deadly, it's full of what I you call people exist. who are criminals. Well, this is what I'm coming to. It's full of criminals, etc., who seek to run the world and will kill anybody who gets in their way. And you are almost a have been a lone crusader powering against them. So how come? How, how, how are you still alive? Why am I alive? Which is the explanation? One, they don't exist. Or two, you're part of the conspiracy. No, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Okay, so here's this opportunity to address the question of why. If you are, um, you know, standing in the way of the most powerful government in the world and standing against their ultimate aim, like, and speaking openly, publicly about it on a, a large platform, then why are you still alive? And here is this attempt to answer that question. I uh, say the first. Five years ago when Obama and Hillary... I say the second. Five years ago when Hillary and Obama were at Bilderberg and the Secret Service was there in helicopters, the New York Times came out and said I was crazy. There was no Bilderberg Group meeting. And my wife got phone calls, and so did I, threatening to kill us. And the people said, and you better take it serious because you were just talking to your dad that was in the hospital. You better shut your mouth or we're going to cut your head off. But now, that, we, no. That's they the, were going to kill that, you, they, they listened to, they wouldn't they listened to everybody's phone line. If they were going to kill you, they wouldn't threaten you in the first place. Very good point. What do you think, dude? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they really did exist, they didn't silence him a long time ago, but it'd be great if they would, actually, but anyway. Let's um, carry on. Yeah. Here we go. They call up and harass people that expose them well, and it, tell them and tell so, them so what the, they were just talking about. They, 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 they harass people. You're going to say there's no spying. Alex, I'm it's here. like Nazi hold Germany. Hold the on. only spy on the bad guys, hold huh? You let, you let him speak now. Well, sure. Alex, Alex, I saw one of your ministers say this, though. No, Alex, I'm him here. I am, tyranny. No, shut up. I, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to testify that your head was not cut off. Ladies well, and gentlemen, are you sure if they that? kill me, it turns me into a martyr. It, it, it puts big exclamation points on the end of what I've said, and I have put out a lot of information. There's millions of others that are exposing it. And the look, we have mega banks that are getting $85 billion a month of U.S. taxpayer money. Most of it goes to Europe and England. Uh, British taxpayers, EU taxpayers have to pay to these mega Okay, like, it's, not, it's just not making any sort of cohesive yeah, argument here, it's is it? Ranting. It's just <laughs> that a loss. What I think we need to do is just cut to the bit right at the end, because that's the, uh, that's the sort of kicker of the piece. That's the best bit. So let's see if we can get there. I know what to do. No, 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 Alex has this point, and it's, a, and it's an important one. I would have, say, 10 years ago said, listen to all this stuff. He believes that people put cancer virus in vaccine in order, in order to create a eugenics program. That's what he, that's what he believes. We talk it's, about it's like medical discoveries. And, and we would have said, and, we would, and I would have said, hey, that's kind of mad and so on. And it's an interesting psychological phenomenon. Like dismiss the, the, prob the problem is, down, the conspiracy theories like this oh, are believed... I believed in... Hey, listen, I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. 
Okay, our government in the U.S. is building FEMA camps. We have an NDAA where they disappear people now. You have this arrest for public safety, life in prison. You are the worst person I've ever interviewed. No, no, it's basically off it. with their heads, disappear. David, thank you for away. being with us. InfoWars.com. Half Liberty past 11. You're watching the Liberty Sunday politics. We have an idiot in the program today. Stop. You Coming will not up stop just freedom. 20 minutes. You will not stop the republic. Humanity is awakening. InfoWars.com. No. You guys are crazy. I'll be looking at the week ahead with our political stupid. panel. You're Until crazy. then, the think Sunday the politics across the You're UK. Crazy. Think of the public isn't waking up. We that was just insane. I mean, I've heard it before, but it's like insane every time you hear it. But what I love is the way it's sort of, uh, you know, Andrew Neil's reaction to it. He makes like this face, and he's just as he's doing the outro, saying, "And we've got an idiot on the show." He's like pissing himself. It's so funny. And then all the sort of Alex Jones fanboys like waded in on the video and went, uh, "You fat old pedo," you know. Yeah, it's just insanity. It's just yeah, he's just lost it. I don't, I think he just just be nuts, kind of like just not with it, you know. What do you think his motivation is, dude? I, I can't tell if he like he's just like somebody who's just like loves just trolling other people, or he just loves like attention of any kind, like. Or every, he can't, I don't know if he actually could believe this shit. I'm, I fail to believe he actually believes what he says, you know. Like, there must be some weird motivation for it. I don't know if he makes money or something, but... It's, it's, yeah, it's, it is difficult to sort of see what his, what his motivation is. Um, he has a big store on his website, I've just noticed, of, like, random But, I mean, if, would that but... be the best way to sort of make money? Do you think that, do you think the US Not government really. takes him seriously, dude? I mean, do you think they're really, actually... You know, maybe there'll be enough sort of keyboard jockeys in the world to get behind this guy and actually make a difference. Do you think they have any fear of that? Uh, no. I think they're just like, I'm not really sure. Dude. I'm really wondering. I, I genuinely don't know, like, what his motivation is. This, oh, like, because, dude, if, if they, as the guy said, if they did want to, you know, these guys are not going to fuck about. They've got, yeah. nowadays especially, they've got all your details. They will not have a problem working out where you are and just putting it you know, a cap in your ass, like, it just won't even be an issue to them, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's just this shallow attempt to try to make some, uh, a bit of cash on the side, um, you know, through, uh, through the sales of all this nonsense on his website. I mean, he sells all sorts, doesn't he? He sells, like, uh, vitamins and, yeah. uh, filters for water, you know, obviously to save, uh, survive the yeah. post-apocalyptic world. Um, but, you know, you, you can never be sure. Um, but I think this is yeah. a good opportunity to sort of take a break. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to get into some topics in a moment. Uh, and uh, we will be out back right after this. Legend of the Phoenix All ends with beginnings What keeps the planet spinning Ah, uh, the force from the beginning Love. We are back after the break Still there, pal? Yeah, right, man, how's it going? Still doing alright, yeah I mean, yeah, uh Pretty good 
That was uh, Daft Punk with Get Lucky. You're, you're a bit quieter than you were before, dude. I'm not, yeah, not... yeah. Uh, just having some like interference problems, but I'm all good. I'm all here now, uh, back in the game. Uh, okay. So just, it's Alex Jones, dude. He blows your mind with his weirdness. It's like kind of like when a crazy person on the street starts really like ranting at you, and you accidentally make eye contact, and you like it just overwhelms you momentarily, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Have you ever had that, an experience that happening, dude? What has that experience happened to me? Yeah, a crazy person think, just ranting at you. It's happened to everyone, hasn't it? But yeah, it definitely happened to me. Like it's happened to me in like when I was like walking around like up north, whatever, like in a city, um, and like you know, there's that guy like downing like white lightning, right? And he's like ranting at everyone, and you just accidentally kind of look over and make eye contact, and he like picks up on it. He's like, "Fuck you, you fucking like." Cyborg clansman bastard. Uh, I'm gonna like I don't know. You're just like what the fuck. You don't even know what to say though. You know you're overwhelmed by the weirdness. And, and in a way, it's kind of like why did I sort of have the misfortune to be walking through that exact spot at the time yeah, that yeah. it was? And it's like damn. <laughs> Doesn't make leave you wondering what the hell they put in white lightning as well to do this? Like whether it's just an ingredient. Have you ever had, like, a proper drink of, like, White Lightning, dude? I, I can't say I have, actually. Have you? I don't think I've ever, um... I mean, I've, I've drunk some, like, bad drinks in my time, some bad lager. But I think yeah. I've, I've never gone any lower than, uh, you know, a strong base sort of two litre. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm sort of wondering now. Do you think it's kind of like PCP or something? Like, you're drinking it and suddenly, like, reality just completely switches sort of thing. There must be something in that, dude. I mean, there's got to be a reason why they're drinking it apart and acting like that, apart from the fact that it's cheap, you know? Yeah. And it's just, you're just in a different world. Like, aliens are just walking past you and Nazis or whatever, and you're just like, holy shit, you know? Uh, maybe we've got to have a show now where we get our third co-host to, like, chug a bottle. I think this should happen now, dude. Yeah, because he tried... <laughs> we will talk about some show dynamics on the show. It's like I was nominated as the person to basically like have a competition with some another one of our friends and drink myself into a stupor. And there was no incentive for me to do it. <laughs> it's like I'll drink to the point where it's like you're so pissed you can't, when we go out we, you can't even talk to people because you're just like so fucked. It's like, well, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the bit. I reckon he can do it for us. Just so it's for science, really. To take a, a rational young, like, graduate and make him do it. I think he should do it for us. And a whole, like, one of those three litres as well. I'm not talking about one of those little, like, baby ones, you know. Not like a can. He could just chug, like, the whole thing. We'll just see if he loses his mind. It'd be quite interesting, actually. Just of white lightning. I mean, I can yeah, see yeah. that. There's a, there's, there's, a, there's a case with me doing that on the show, but that's in the name of sort of experimentation. It's like, how will I end up? Will I... You know, be the same as I am now, or will they actually change into a completely different person, like one of these, you know... Uh... You go just, like, ranting. I mean, oh, there we go. Frosty Jack Cider is two ninety nine. So, dude, it's a pretty cheap experiment. I mean, arguably, you might lose your sanity, but... But, you, you know, know it'll only cost you, there's like, a realistic, uh, There's a realistic possibility that at the end of it, we'll have some, like, moderately listenable podcast after it, you know, so... <laughs> that's... That's a risk you take when you're in the business, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I reckon we can get him to do it. Three liters, three liters over an hour. Do you think? Do you think that could be done? 
Look, I'd be will- willing to do it as well, but I think any sort of challenges need to be done between the toasts, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. So you know? do you think, but you think you could drink three litres of liquid in an hour? Just like It would be a know. challenge. I mean, it would get gassy, wouldn't it? That would be yeah, the first yeah. problem. It's, There'd be a lot of pissing. We'd have to like have a bathroom <laughs> nearby. I just I wonder if it would taste like crap as well. Um, like how bad it would taste. It can't taste good, that's for sure. It's not. Know. It's not going to taste like a fine wine, is it, pal? It's just. It's not no, going to happen. It's going to be it? like fizzy apple tizer. That's been like left out in the sun, kind of taste. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um. But yeah. But anyway, like, did you want to talk about this? Uh, this ad on uh, Craigslist. Or what well, this you... rich opportunity that has appeared on Craigslist. Um, yeah, we might as well. Uh, Should I just uh, kind of jump in? But say you're a, say you're a young man and you're browsing Craigslist. You're a fine, you know, upstanding member of uh, of the community. Yeah. <laughs> you're browsing Craigslist and you come across this, and somebody poses this question to you: Do you love porn? Are you a super fan of a porn star? Would you like to go on an international trip and meet and date your porn crush? Renegade Pictures are making a one-off documentary for TV. Love to see which TV station that is. Um, <laughs> we will be following the journeys of three British men and women as they meet the reality behind their fantasy. We are looking for straight men, gay men, and women with a passion for porn, and are longing to meet their number one favorite porn star. If you're interested, please get in touch via Craigslist. Your application will be received by a member of Renegade Pictures Production Company, and they will contact you directly. Renegade Pictures will process your personal data in accordance with the data protection policy. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll keep your data secure and will not pass your information on to third parties who are not involved with the production without your consent. So, so there you have it, dude. Would that be something that would, uh, you know, you may run off a CV to or something? I am wondering, like, just what, how this date would be. You do have to wonder how, like, odd it would be, um, to meet, like, so you just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it would be too weird. Like, it would be really strange. Who would you have in mind, dude? Go on. Just, just I, was, I'm, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go on a date with, like, Jinx Maze, I think. Oh, would you? Yeah. She's horrible, say, like, though, dude. She's a bitch. Like, every time I'm... <laughs> she's horrible, man. Really? Do you mean, like, horrible in terms of was... looks or horrible, like, No, she was in... Uh, no, not like, oh, she's nasty, bruh. She's <laughs> nasty. She was like, I um, mean, the documentary about porn stars with uh, Louis Theroux. Yeah, and she I walked didn't know into that. the room, and he was like in, asking a question. So he was just blanking him. She's a bitch, dude. I'll, oh, I'll show you that clip sometime. I mean, obviously, in the context of a, you know, a free pass yeah. into the world of porn, I think that's a, that's a strong option. That's one I would consider myself, in fact, because you know how I am with the Latina girls. Yeah. So, but I know. Do you I feel the same way now yeah. about Latina girls that I do. Having made that pick, I think that's a heavy indication that perhaps you do. Uh, yeah, I kind of do. I definitely would put them as my, like, the top. I don't really want to get into some weird, like, ethnosexual. I'm not getting into that. But they're definitely. Oh, dude, whatever. Women. You know, I mean, you've got to take people as they come. It's not. You, you don't want to yeah. be out with somebody just because they're, uh, you know, yeah, a certain yeah. type but of I person. Think, I definitely but... think they are stunning, like, as a group, you know. I think that's fair to say. I don't think I'll get in trouble for that. So, yeah, that would be a good date. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm worried that if you went for, like, Riley Reed, she'd look too young and you might not get served. I'm just like. Wonder if that's like a problem. And then she's like, "Oh, I've got a headache. I'm just gonna go to bed now." And it's like, "Well, that was shit." <laughs> yeah, that was my fucking date, dude. What the hell? It's like, "Yeah, there you go, buddy." Or something. You got probably end up on the laptop. Well, in like... the, you'd end up in the laptop in the hotel room and see what she actually does during the, the working day, and be like, "Oh shit, dude! Like, <laughs> what went on?" 
That's like, that's exactly what would happen to me. I'd go for like a bloody Nando's with Jinx Maze and like somehow end up not getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just imagine it as well? Like, so how did it go for you? Like, how was today? And she's like, oh, mad Bukaki shoot. And then you're like, I just kissed you on the cheek. Fuck. You know what I mean? It could go yeah. so horribly wrong. You're like, oh. Oh, I mean, Jinx Maze does some pretty out there stuff, doesn't she? She's not like one of these yeah, uh, vanilla like sort of girl type one stars. Yeah, so. Yeah, you could be putting yourself at risk. Up, pal, you might want to wear a Durex extra safe. Just you know, to... just just to picture that scene. You're like, you just did a bukkake shoot today. It's like, yeah, today, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's just really gonna throw you off your game. It uh, will. Who would be your date though, dude? If you had to pick a date for this <laughs> program, <laughs> that is a difficult question, and I think you were very you were very bold to kind of uh, fess up and just name somebody out of the blue like that. That was very good. I mean, for me, of, of, all, of all the porn stars, um, probably somebody that hasn't been in the industry for a very long time, you know? Yeah. I don't, don't want to be like, like one yeah. of these people, oh, I've been, I've been doing this in this business for 15 years. It's like, well, it's not really a good yeah. thing. So think, you're not going to go for like Nina Hartley or something. Just oh, like... God, no. <laughs> I mean, even the likes of sort of Asura Kira, she's like 27 or something, and she's already a bit beat, isn't she? Like... Yeah, it would be kind of weird and nasty. Well, there's a noticeable difference between like her sort of early scenes when she was, uh, you know, um, in her teens and like now. Like she's clearly had a bit of surgery done. But um, yeah, yeah from just somebody who just recently sort of come into the industry and they're not, you know, like a good-looking girl. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no great skill involved in this, is the dude? It's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I mean, what what do you think you'd talk about on your date? What do you think would be good date subject talking material stuff? I'd be like, uh, thing is, I would. I have a sort of natural curiosity about people, and sometimes the questions I ask will really upset and offend people. Yeah. So I'd I'd be quite interested to know what they're going to actually do when they stop being a porn star, which will you know inevitably happen. Yeah, yeah. Um... What would you ask, dude? I'm trying to think. You can't really just ask normal date questions because it's like it would just be so weird. Yeah, I think you'd have to be like, "So, how do you get it?" I don't know. I wouldn't really want it to be like an interview. I mean, what the hell would you ask? Like, so anal beads? How, how fun are they? Or something like. It would be such a weird date, dude. It would be so strange. The <laughs> date, dude. Say you're on a normal date. What would be like the sort of normal date questions for you? What would be like a well, normal... Usually just make up a... Well, normal date you just ask them about like a holiday they went on or whatever. Yeah. Try to get them talking. And then you just make up your own holiday story. You know, the, the one that's like an invention, but it sounds really romantic, where it's like, there I was alone, moonlit beach, waves, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and then like, um, and then just try to get them kind of like, all that kind of, you know, like your usual sort of like laddish strategy to make yourself appear like both sensitive and like a bit tough, whatever. So you like rescue a dolphin or something. Um, but I'm not even sure if a porn star that would work. Maybe Have you ever like told a, a girl that you rescued a dolphin? You know, something something along those lines to make you look both tender but also quite hard at the same time. Yeah. You know, little story. I don't think that would work with Jinx May. She's just going to be like, well, so fucking what? I just got her up the ass today. We're like 12 men. <laughs> Fuck off. You know, you're going to be like, oh. Alright, dolphin story's not doing it for you then, is it? Like, um, you know, she may only be impressed by really weird shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she'll probably be impressed by my name is Rafe and I've got a big bag of drugs for you. Like that's probably all she'll be interested in. You yeah, know? exactly. Like so, meth. You cool to do meth with me back at the hotel? And that's gonna be like weird. Um, 
Yeah. Then yeah, you, you probably just end up a meth problem. Um, would be the date really. Dude, how much <laughs> they feel about themselves though? I mean, like I'm all for sort of being, you know, sexually liberal and doing what you want, but at the same time. Imagine it, a family it, member being involved in that. Like, that's someone's sister or daughter, you know. It's like, it's not quite right, is it? It, it can't be good. And some of the shit they do as well. It's, we're not talking like some soft 1970s style. You can't really see anything kind of love scene nowadays, are we, really? I mean, it's got really pretty fucked up at this point. So it's like, yeah. They're well, getting I mean, some really fucked up stuff. I mean, the battle for uh, for shock value is just, it's its like a um, an arms race, you know. It's, it, it really it's, is. It's gradually got worse and worse to the, the point that uh, it's almost like imploded on itself and it's gone in so many weird different directions that now it's just sort of accepted that there's lots of weird and very scary different directions. and that's It's just like too much almost. And you've got, they're, they're going to have been affected surely by that. Like, it's going to be so weird. I, this program's gonna be so fucked up, dude. As well, especially because these guys are blatantly gonna be like really fucking weird, like basement dwelling neckbeards as well. And it's just gonna be you're like, oh my god, I really, I saw you in like Cum Buckets Four. I loved your rimming scene. It's gonna be so <laughs> weird, like so awkward. <laughs> the most cringy shit ever. Just, I really hope there's a scene where Jinx Maze just like bottles one of these guys. If that happens, that <gasps> Gianna Michaels, dude, that date would be fucked up. Like, no, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. That wouldn't be enjoyable. That would be a date that would end in like domestic violence of some kind. I can sense that now. Holy shit! I mean, they're, they're, they're inevitably not going to find like a nice lad, are they? It's not going to be like, no. oh well, you know, my. Uh... My career's on track and, uh, you know, very well emotionally adjusted and I'm just, uh, you know, popping on Craig's. Like, oh, I'll just uh, shoot off a CV for that and <laughs> see how that works. So, oh, it's got the callback. That's, that's nice. It's it's not going to be. It's going to be guys that are committed to the idea of doing this and it's like an ambition almost. Because, like, you, you think about actually having sex with a porn star. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily any different from just no. a regular sort of slag girl, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it almost I don't know. Well, they, they they say that you know they keep them they keep them tested and everything and they're in good nick and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I, I worry about other things that you might catch when you're involved. Yeah, in that, you know? yeah, this is a real. And also, you're held up to such a standard, dude. It's like these guys just rail them for like half an hour. We're seemingly about. To, I know in in reality they take like breaks and all that shit, but. It's just the standard you're up against is so fucking high. You'd be like, oh, God, like I can't compete with these guys. You know, Dude, maybe like... it would almost be like it's sort of um, a turn-on and something novel and interesting for them to just be actually having <laughs> sex with a guy that's completely mediocre and unimpressive. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's probably not going to be as good as, like, James Dean or whatever, but I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. And you'd, oh, it's, it lasted for five minutes. Like. <laughs> Oh, dude, I think you'd struggle. I'd struggle to last for five minutes. <laughs> Jinx yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> five like, minutes of re-pushing it. As well. Like, really, like, ah! And you'd be like, oh, God. Like, uh, and then it's just kind of at an end. <laughs> Unless your date comes with a fluffer, that would be quite useful. I doubt that. So, <laughs> um, I'm also thinking who would be a really bad porn star date? Like, who'd be the worst? Like, I think Sasha Gray. I know she's not a porn star anymore. I'm just saying it'd be a really annoying date. I just think any number of them, dude. I mean, that like, you think about it from the perspective of, oh, we're naturally assuming that, you know, you're getting sex at the end of it. It might not even be the case, you know. It's like, sometimes it's nice to just go up, 
when you you know in your normal personal life and you sort of meet a girl yeah, yeah. And you, you go out you know you know you know it's not going to immediately necessarily lead to anything you just you know putting the feelers out see what she's like um it may be like one of those dates and those sort of first dates there's no guarantee of sex so you're actually gonna have to talk to these girls and then it's like some of the nonsense at the chat you know especially. yeah yeah it's gonna be like so why'd you get into this oh my horoscope told me oh shit <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not sure who'd be the worst, but they, it would be a pretty shit date. <laughs> um, I think this has actually made me appreciate normal girls a lot more. Um, I think if there's something positive. Yeah, well, I mean, at it. least if a girl's got like a proper career or ambition or something, it's like maybe it may not be something that you've um, you've really explored in any great depth. Maybe she wants to be an architect, and you think, oh, why, why do you want to do that? What's uh, yeah. That's what's really involved with that on the sort of day-to-day thing, and you actually have a sort of interesting discussion where you learn about the world or whatever. Or, you know, she's she's into various things that are different from me, and it's, it's you learn from it. But it's like I'm I'm taking like loads to the face, and one day I'm going to invest all this money responsibly. But until now, it's all going on math, and you know, yeah. it's it doesn't quite fly, does it? It's not a. It, it'd be interesting. It'd be novel, but I think if you were yeah. Just gonna do it repeatedly. It would get a bit tiresome. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure. But it would be good. But we'll have to look out for this program and give people a, a post a post to how it goes. You know, I'd love to see, see who's actually doing it so we can watch it. It does seem like a a good watch. Yeah, yeah. Just for the awkwardness. <laughs> right. Anyway, I think uh, I think we're moving into the sort of final phase of the show here. We're about quite a distance in so I think we take a short play another song take a short break All right, cool. uh, come back to about 10 more minutes and call it a night there we go and it loads up oosh I saw an article about girls that are going to like, it seems like a bit of a nonsense article, but they were talking about these uh, these tights that girls wear, and they like makes it look like they've got hairy legs, so really? uh, they don't uh, attract male attention. Right. It's like something that's being uh, patented in Japan or whatever. But then somebody said, you know, why don't they just wear trousers or something? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you don't want male attention that much. And then the, the, the downside of the article, the way they sort of, you know, put the balance in was like, Oh, but what if a, you know, like a nice lad looks at them or something? It's like, then they're going to be in trouble. It was just a ridiculous piece of journalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lowbrow journalism. There is a thing that the internet's like destroying journalism. We can talk about that. I'm not even sure. Oh, absolutely, dude. It's absolutely shocking. I mean, like, um, there's some articles which are literally just 
written for the purposes of embedding certain words in a website on the internet. Yeah. So there's no concern for like what the actual journalistic content is. It's just to make sure that they it's get like, high, higher positions on Google. But how do you feel that? Yeah, I mean, apparently it's just more like there's less money now. Apparently, like in the media, there's less money in being a journalist, so they're not getting the same like quality of people. Right. And apparently, yeah, and they're just like covering more kind of crap, basically, so like filler. So kind of yeah, basically get hits on the website, and the whole, it's becoming more like sensational and like low rent kind of. It's not like serious journalism. It's just like crap to get people to visit the website of some like newspaper. So like yeah, apparently it's just gradually getting more and more kind of degraded. <laughs> What's some so, of the worst uh, examples of journalism that you've seen recently? I'm trying to think. I mean, like I just. Uh, uh, just so so much, I suppose, would be like in the Daily Mail or the Sun. It should just put there. Just... The worst, right? I find is when they take like an internet phenomenon, like a so like a meme or something, or like a viral video, and then they just write an article about it, and then they just post the video with some like really like lazy article. It's like, dude, like what the hell is that? It's not even journalism. It's just like you just found something that's like vaguely popular on the internet, and then just popped it into your newspaper. It's like secondhand journalism. Just appalling, really, you know. But yeah, how about you? Um, I think that, that example from. Uh, I just think the endless sort of, you know, dating advice articles in MSN are oh, pretty yeah. bad. Like, five ways to know that he's cheating and then, you know, somehow apprehend him for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're always exactly the same as well, like the advice. It always seems to be identical. Um, I just think, I know exactly how it works. They'll have, like, a sort of slow day at the MSN offices, like, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian's not doing anything that day, so they'll just, uh, you know, it's like, oh, dude, just fucking write another dating advice article, and we'll just, you know, call it a yeah. day. It's just endless. I mean, I'm just looking at one here, like, Labour politician, I found a love child with my alien mistress. This is in the sun as well. I like to find out. It's not like the weekly world news. And they just devoted this really long article to this just shenanigans, really. Um, it's just crap, you know. Although quite interesting at the same time. Dude, do you think in a way we're actually kind of like creating a counterculture to the decline in journalism with the subject matter of this show? I, I think we are. We just we do discuss serious worldly issues in a serious manner with our highest level of integrity. So I think we are. We're also bitterly cynical, which does help a lot. Um, <laughs> To, like, maintain integrity. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> How about you? Do you think we're leading the way? I, I certainly think that, you know, in, in terms of sort of lowbrow smart, we're definitely, we're definitely at the forefront. We I mean, are. Did we, like, you, you passed me a Howard Stern clip. Have you been listening to him much lately? Or? Uh, I've been listening to him a little bit. I haven't got one, like, to give you right now. But, uh... he's, not, he's not particularly great. I don't want to get... We will get into Howard Stern and, like, you know, how this whole sort of medium goes a bit too far. <laughs> but uh, but in my opinion, I think we've uh, we've had a good innings. We didn't actually have any you know solid stuff planned for this, so uh, maybe just get a call it a night from here on in. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good show. We tested uh, everything out. Yeah, we've um, tested it. I think we're gonna do another one on Saturday. Uh, with yeah, the third yeah. Co-host involved. I'll, I'll have everything up and running by then. So we'll have like a third lag and like infinitely more topics noted down and ready yeah, to yeah. discuss. But. Uh, Anything you want to say in closing, Grace? Uh, nothing except, uh, you know, uh, date a good, wholesome, honest woman, not a porn star. That'd be my advice to end the show on. How yeah. about you, Matt? 
I would say just um, thank you very much. Good night.